we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. Hi, everyone. We, not gonna lie, on accident, <laughs> took a couple of weeks off of the podcast. And before we get to today's episode, I just thought I'd share some exciting updates. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, then you probably already know, but we have been lucky enough to be accepted into the Techstars Accelerator. So we're currently in Techstars Austin and it's incredible. Um, it is the most intense experience of my life. Um, they basically say you do a year's worth of work on your business in 12 weeks. So Needless to say, I've been a little, a little preoccupied um, with all that. Been having so much fun talking to our customers and doing research because we are, we're building. Um, we are putting in a lot of work to optimize and build upon everything that we offer to our members in terms of coaching, community, and curriculum. And to that end, I could really use your help. I want to better understand your experience with nutrition and health and trying to work on healthy habits and dieting, if that's you know been part of your history or not, I really just want to talk to you. Um, so we're going to have a link down below where you can sign up for a, like, I think it's a 30 minute call with me. This is not a sales pitch. It is literally just a conversation and, and just, you know, me trying to better understand what your personal journey with nutrition, health, dieting, body image, all the things I just said, um, what that's been like. And, you know, the hopes is that we can, you know, kind of internally build an amazing product to support women like you. But again, it's it's not a sales pitch. It is purely for information and education on our end. And, and I hope, um, because let's be honest, I cannot, I cannot just not coach. <laughs> in that situation. So I also hope that um, it just offers some kind of clarity for you as you work through that and as we, you know, talk and ask questions and so on and so forth. So if you would be willing to share about 30 minutes of your time, I would be so incredibly grateful if this podcast resonates with you, then I definitely want to hear more from you and your story. And yeah, check out the show notes. We'll have the Calendly event linked down below. And I would love to hear from you. So with that, let's get into today's episode. It is actually super relevant to what I just talked about in terms of being really busy and life not going maybe the way that you expected. Um, and that is changing your goals. All right. So this is actually 
our first podcast of February. We are a little bit over a month into 2021. By the time this goes up, we'll be almost a month and a half into 2021. And I'm just so excited to be back here talking about goals because it's so common that we spend like December-ish, really January, talking about goals and health habits and so on and so forth. But we should really be talking about this stuff all year long, especially in February. I recently started calling February the goal graveyard because it is so common to go from like dry January or January whole 30 to like the Super Bowl party or Valentine's Day dinner that just basically marks the beginning of the end. So if that's you, we just had the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day is coming up. If you're already starting to feel like, you know, the the grip kind of loosening on your healthy habits, or maybe they've totally been like thrown by the wayside, then this episode is for you. Um, I'm really hoping that if you have experienced kind of that goal graveyard thing come February that I just described, I'm hoping that this year will be different for you. And I really believe it can be. I really and truly do, even if you don't. And, And that's really why we're here, right? So in a lot of cases, the key to this is going to be shifting from this like intense January style, new year, new me approach to health goals Shifting from that to more of a flexible approach. Something that I am constantly reminding our members is that your goals work for you. You don't work for your goals. What is the point of having a goal that does not serve you, right? What is the point of having a goal that you feel like you are having to white knuckle it and sacrifice significant parts of your life to achieve? No. Your goals are supposed to make you better, right? You are not supposed to be better for your goals. Do you see that that nuance and that difference there? So a couple weeks ago, we talked about black and white thinking, and it, it bears repeating here because it's, I mean, it's just so relevant. So as a quick reminder, black and white thinking is a cognitive distortion. It's one of the most common ones in which essentially like binary options apply. So it's yes or no, it's good or bad, right? And goals are an area where a lot of black and white thinking can occur, right? So we start to think consciously or subconsciously, setting goals is good, not setting goals is bad. Keeping the same goals, that's a good thing. Changing your goals is bad. Hitting your goals, that's good, but not hitting your goals, that's bad, right? And I get it. And and I think in some ways, while I try and try and try to bring nuance and gray to the conversation here on the podcast, we have to remember this is not actually a conversation. It's me talking to you. It is one way. And it's difficult to get into nuance on a, a podcast. And this is where, you know, the beauty of coaching and having like a real life one-on-one relationship with a coach why that's so helpful. Because you can actually explore that through dialogue in real time. Because sometimes setting goals is good and sometimes not setting goals is good. Sometimes setting goals is a bad thing and not setting goals can be a bad thing, right? There's not one way of doing things. And it can really just depend on you and your situation and, and what you need, right? So it's so easy when it comes to goals to really, you know, miss the forest for the trees. I'm pretty sure that's how that saying goes. And I'm pretty sure it makes sense. And I'm pretty sure that's what I mean right now. (laughs) It's so easy to become fixated on doing the thing, right? Hitting your goals in this case, doing the thing, 
so easy to become fixated on hitting your goals that you forget why you even set the goal or what you really wanted from the goal in the first place. Right? This is very true for all of my like perfectionistic, high achieving women. I know a lot of you are listening right now. Okay. And it's just so common for, you know, that fixation to devolve into all or nothing thinking, right? Which is kind of another version of black and white thinking. So let's say you set a goal in, you know, December 31st, you set a goal to meal prep every week. You killed it through January, right? You, you had a month of like professional prepping. And then sometime in February, for example, let's say you have a super busy weekend and you cannot get to the grocery store on Sunday morning. Black and white thinking is going to rear its ugly head here and say, well, if I can't meal prep this week, I just won't meal prep at all. And this is the same thing as saying like, well, if one of my car tires is flat, I should just slash the other three, right? <laughs> and I, I actually had this experience recently, not, not the tire slashing, but just realizing that my life circumstances were going to make a goal that I set and, and frankly, a goal that I got on the mic here and told you about, it was going to make it harder to achieve at least every week. So as I said, I mentioned a few weeks back, I can't remember which episode it was on, not important, but I, I mentioned that one of my goals for the first 90 days of the year, I like to do quarterly goal settings exercises. That's, that's how we teach it in nutritional freedom. So my, one of my goals for Q1 was to strength train three times a week. And it was actually going really well for the first couple of weeks. I had a good rhythm. I, I had a really good like ritual and routine about it. I was finding it to be fulfilling, not just like physically, but mentally too. Just, you know, going into my garage, I did a really like foundational basic workout. It was not too long. It was not too difficult getting started because I, you know, got knocked off my, my exercise rhythm um, at the end of the year really like honestly all of 2020. It just was not, it was not it. And that's okay. Right. I, I gave myself that, that flexibility, but anyway, which that was why I needed the goal. Right. Um, in 2019, beginning of 2020, I didn't need goals around exercise because it was so much part of my daily rhythm. Like all of us, 2020 was a big old, you know what? And a lot of my habits, not a lot. Some of my habits kind of went by the wayside. And one of those was strength training. Okay. So Q1 rolls around. I think I'm, I'm ready to recommit to this. I've been flexible. I've had grace. I've had compassion, but this is something really important to me and it feels good in so many ways. So I'm going to get back to it. And again, it was going really, really well at first. Um, yeah, you get it. You get it. And then I got the call that we got into tech stars. So at this point, we are in week, let's see, we just finished week four of the program. And as I said in the beginning of the pod, like it's been incredible. I am, I mean, it, I can't, I really can't describe this experience. I am so incredibly grateful to get to partake in this. It has been such an opportunity for growth, such an opportunity to up-level my thinking, an amazing opportunity to improve what we do for our customers and nutritional freedom. But it has been the most intense period of work I've ever experienced. Ever, ever, ever by a long shot. So like to give you just an, an eye into what the, the last month has looked like for me, and perhaps you'll give me a little grace for not getting a podcast episode <laughs> last week. Um, most days I'm up at five 
to, to start working and, you know, working through the weekends. And it's like nonstop, just back to back calls, which for the introvert in me, who is alive and well, it just, you know, often leaves me feeling kind of like a, a zombie by the end of the day. But I'm, I'm so happy. Like, it's, it's really amazing. I feel so supported. And I'm having a lot of fun while working extremely hard. And as I've said, like, I'm so grateful for this experience. But I also think that it's worth saying, especially here, like, let's not glorify this. This is not at all sustainable. And, and it's not designed to be. That's why it's temporary. And in, in most cases, a once in a lifetime experience. We do actually have um, someone in the program with me right now who's going for, through it for the second time with his second company, and it's it's super awesome. So every time I say it's once in a lifetime, I think, well, maybe it's twice. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, when we got into the program, I knew right away. Like they are very um, transparent that the first few weeks are are really tough. Um, so it was clear that like my self care plans for Q one were going to have to change. And in the past, like way back in my dieting days, this would have totally freaked me out, right? I would have either forced myself to abide by those original plans for exercise, that's like one extreme, or I would feel so ashamed that I'd let myself down and kind of broken this promise to myself. Either way, my response would be completely lacking in self-compassion. Fortunately, that's not the case at all today. So first, kind of just let me just walk you through how this happened for me in real time. First of all, I celebrated the accomplishment. This was huge, right? Like, and I did not want to let some silly like exercise goal that wasn't going to happen overshadow the much bigger deal that getting into this accelerator was, right? So celebrate the accomplishment because it's so important to celebrate your accomplishments. And that's just like an aside. But I asked myself after the celebrating was over, in this new set of circumstances, what does baseline self-care look like for me? Because yeah, strength training three times a week may not be viable, especially as we get started in the program, but like I still have to take care of myself. And Black and white thinking would say, well, if I can't do it all, I might as well not do anything. No, 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 no. So for the last few weeks, to answer that question of what does baseline self-care look like for me, I've been focusing on sleep, number one. That has been the number one thing, sufficient, high-quality sleep. If you're getting up at 5 a.m. and going straight to work, you better be getting some good sleep, Okay. We should do like probably a whole podcast on sleep and just how important it is and, and how to, you know, create great sleep hygiene habits because it is so foundational, right? Quite often I'll find that people who really struggle with their nutrition or people who really struggle with exercise, those are, you know, kind of what we tend to think of as like health. Really what they struggle with is, is sleep or stress. Anyway, neither here nor there. So sleep, number one, nutritious food. We've been, you know, I just kind of have like a, a, a rotation of staples that I order from the grocery store every week. And then we have also actually been exploring HelloFresh, which has been super fun because I knew going through this process, I knew I didn't, I wasn't going to have time to, to like cook delicious dinners every night or like frankly any night. Uh, but I also knew I didn't want to go out to eat every single night. I didn't want to pick up takeout because for one thing, financially, that's just like not that ain't it for us. Um, and also I just know that I don't feel great when, when I eat takeout, you know, multiple, multiple times a week. 
So that sleep, number one, nutritious food, number two, and gentle movement, number three. Um, and I would also say gentle movement and movement that is flexible in terms of the time commitment <laughs> and flexible in terms of how sweaty I get because I'm often like getting a little bit of movement in between calls or in between meetings. And I don't know why I said calls and meetings. They're always video calls. <laughs> I'm not meeting anyone in person. Um, but anyway, I can't get all, you know, sweaty and, you know, gross if I'm going to meet an investor in 20 minutes, right? So lots of caveats to that movement piece, but it is still important to me, even if it's not the way that I had originally envisioned at the beginning of the year. Okay. So let me like, again, break those things down. I go to bed early, even if my inbox isn't totally clear, right? We are not being perfectionistic. We are not being black and white here. We are taking care of ourselves. We've ordered HelloFresh. We're eating most of our meals at home. And, you know, in terms of movement, I, I, I'm trying to go on as many walks as I can. Um, but it's even that has been a challenge. Honestly, I mean, it's it's been back to back calls because I forgot in my calendar to add a five minute buffer. Big mistake. Um, we've since corrected that now. But, you know, as many walks as I can. And it hasn't been a ton. And, and that just it is what it is. OK, the most important thing here is that I've given myself the self-compassion the flexibility, and the grace to change my goals based on changing life circumstances, okay? So the strength training goal that I got on the mic and told all of you about, right, the thousands of people that listen to this podcast, it's on the shelf, at least at least for now, right? At least temporarily, at least for, you know, hey, listen, next week could very well be, be different. In fact, I think it is, and I fully intend to block calendar time off for more intentional, more intense movement. But for now, it's on the shelf for now. <laughs> so as my schedule calms down, I, you know, I'll, I'll reprioritize it. But the fact of the matter is I'm clinging tightly to the desire for self-care and for my self-respect practice through my actions. But I, what I have a loose grip on is what that actually looks like right now. Again, I'm clinging tightly to self-care and to the practice of self-respect and body respect, but I have a loose grip on what, what that actually looks like and how I actually kind of manifest that through my actions. So that's enough about me. Jeez, this was self-indulgent. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hoping that kind of as I walk you through this process, you're, you're starting to connect some dots. But if, if not, let me, let me help you out. So back to the question of, is it okay to change your goals? I have a short answer and then a long exercise for you to go through to come up with your own. The short answer is, it depends and most likely yes. <laughs> but it depends, right? It depends on why you're changing your goals. And, and stick with me here. I'm going to run you through a bunch of questions for you to ask yourself to help you come up with your own conclusion. Because this is not like Claire tells you what to do show. So it depends. Is, is this a decision that you're making from a place of objectivity and flexibility? Are you shifting to a new goal that fulfills the same why or the same core values as your initial goal? What changes have occurred that necessitate a change in goals. 
perhaps like me, it's like a change in circumstances, an unexpected change in circumstances. Maybe it's a shift in perspective. Like perhaps you realize that like your goal for, for journaling or meditation or meal prep or exercise, whatever it is, maybe you realize that that goal you initially set, perhaps it wasn't realistic or perhaps it didn't serve you in the way that you actually expected. Okay. How does changing your goal actually make you feel? I have an analogy here for you and I I hope, I hope you're sticking with me. So my analogy here is like, if changing your goal feels like changing from a pair of pants that are two sizes too tight to a pair that actually fit you like a glove and make your butt look great, well then that's probably a good thing. Okay. But if changing your goal makes you feel really guilty and really ashamed and disappointed in yourself, that's something we just need to look into. I'm not saying don't change your goal if that's how you feel. I think if anything, we probably need to take a step back in that moment and figure out what's going on. Why is this black and white or perfectionistic thinking so deeply rooted that the conscious decision to change your goal is making you feel like a lesser person? You got to dig into that. That is not something that should just be like swept under the rug because it's, it's the real deal. Again, I mean, we could, we could literally spend a long time kind of workshopping changing goals. And I, in fact, think if this is something you're considering, you should. But the first question to understand is, is like, why? Why are you changing your goals? And, and how does that make you feel? Okay. So to give you just some insight of like how this works inside the membership, because I, I just, I love goal setting. Even if they change, I still love goal setting and I still think it's worth trying it, even if you don't get it right on the first time or even if you have to change it, okay? So in the membership, every 90 days, we we all get together for a goal setting workshop. So the next one will happen at, let's see, the end of March, the end of Q1. Q1, quarter one, right? If you divide the, the year into quarters, I've, I've had some people not know what Q1 is, so just wanted to be explicitly clear here. So again, we get together every 90 days and our members will go through an exercise that, that I guide them through in the workshop and they will walk away with two to three clear, sustainable goals to focus on for the next three months. Okay. From there, we encourage our members to share their goals, to share them in the community, to share them with me, to share them with coaches. And then every week we're, you know, tracking progress and and seeing how things are going, right? Our coaches actually do weekly check-ins with each member, just a a quick chat check-in once a week. And if a member is having some trouble with one or or many of her goals, then that's a moment to to dig in, right? So this is when you can book one of your private coaching calls um, and get some support from a, a real live human person expert. (laughs) And this is where then, you know, our coaches get to exercise their discretion and judgment and knowledge of the member. So maybe this is a member who who just needs some encouragement to keep going, right? We've got members who love like that. What is it called? Oh, instant gratification. I mean, I think that's most people, right? But, you know, some of our members more than others, sometimes they want that instant gratification or they want things to happen quickly and all at once. And in many cases, like results take time, right? So perhaps what this member may need is just the encouragement to keep going. Just the, the nudge that like, hey, you're doing it. You're moving in the right direction. Keep going. Don't give up. Or maybe in this example, 
the, the member set a goal that like does not really serve them or is too extreme and we need to reset. Okay. Again, this is like the beauty of personalized coaching and accountability because you get to do all of these mental gymnastics with someone, an expert who's actually like on your team, right? Who wants the best for you the same way that you want the best for you, right? It's like we really sit down next to you and help you dig into this stuff because I mean, listen, we've been sitting here talking for over 20 minutes and you still may not be totally clear on if it's okay to change your goals or not, because this stuff is layered and complex. As I shared with my, my exercise goal, I would have handled it in a completely different way. You know, I don't even know, five years ago, like not even that long ago. And I'm so much happier with how I handle these types of geez, I don't know what you want to call it, life events. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is I just am so much more flexible and so much more compassionate with myself now. And I still hold myself to high standards. And I did not always do that well at all. (laughs) I talk about the all or nothing approach because it is something I know well. So if that's you, girl, I've been there and there's alternatives. Okay. That's what I've got for you today. So is it okay to change your goals? It depends. Probably yes, but we should talk about it. Now, if this episode has resonated with you, let's talk. Like I said, at the top of the episode, I'm holding calls. We're doing 30-minute calls with with me or someone on my team. We just want to better understand you and what you're going through, what you've gone through, your goals, your dreams. Not a sales pitch. It's literally just for information gathering and and learning. Um, And of course, we will always do our best to make it high value for you, help you get some you know clarity through the process. Other than that, that's what I've got you for you this week. Happy February. Let this be the goal graveyard. If you've got to recalibrate, add in some flexibility and change a goal you set in January, that's okay. Welcome to being human. Life changes. Let's, I mean, I was trying to think of like, I was going to say life's life changes, like grab a boat and get in, you know, kind of like the waves, like riding the waves of life. I don't, that didn't work. But you get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> All right. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next time. Bye.